y'all. You're tuning into episode eight of Fly in the Milk podcast, where I talk about random things as a black identified woman, um, just standing from a specific spot, observing stuff. <laughs> if this is your first time listening in, thanks for stopping by. My name's Anastasia, and I also go by ALA professionally. So go ahead and choose which one you want to call me you know, based on preferences. If you're into anything else I might be doing, especially along the artistic vein, check out my Instagram at ala.artparty. You can find um, illustrations, time-lapse artworks, comics. um, Yeah, you can find a couple of things. Um, I'd be talking about what's on there in all these podcasts, so I'm just leaving it at that today. I hope that if you're pulling up to today's podcast, um, that you're feeling laid back, um, that nothing's pressing, but maybe something is considering that you chose this particular one with its title. Um, but notice that in the, um, title procrastination station, there's a certain rhythm to how they, um, follow one another especially in the nation and station of the word. Um, And I love that about the spoken language. Um, It's not just in English either. I've noticed it in Japanese. Um, I've heard it here and there in Spanish where you just hear almost like a syncopation or uh, I don't know what word I'm searching for here, but just a certain da-da-da-da to words that's almost like music. And it just reminds me of it. There's something about it that's musical for me and um my sister as y'all heard about in the last podcast um i didn't say this last time but she's always had an affinity towards poetry um and she i believe is probably one of the best poets i know even though she's so quiet with it and um some of the terminologies she taught me <laughs> all the shuns all the tions today <laughs> Procrastination, especially from the realm of school and academia, um, can be pretty troublesome if you can't get it under control. However, if you can, procrastination is actually a tool, especially if you know what you're doing with it. And as someone who has um, kind of mixed my work styles between uh, working gradually over a span of time you know, grinding it out over a span of time or kind of thinking about it and then waiting until maybe the last week and then putting it together. Um, There's always a sort of system to my procrastination, though, and I guess that might be kind of the point of today's podcast is to kind of check your systems of what you're putting off, I suppose, Um, but also talk about... um, just in general, how my head, I think, breaks down procrastination. So when I think about procrastination, especially in the sense of um, waiting to the last minute to do something, um, our first mental images are always of the kid who's asking their parent late at night on TV to help them with a project or um, a kid 
in college late up at night trying to bang out a 10 page essay um those are always the shots of procrastination that we are shown and those are i think are the very worst case scenarios but i don't think our day-to-day procrastination even looks like so i suppose in a more realistic sense perhaps you have people coming over um and you haven't washed your dishes yet or um you got to get ready to go out and you haven't found a babysitter yet for your kids like you know there's certain things like that that i think are considered procrastination in our day-to-day lives at least but in the case of today's talk as i'm trying to kind of look at it from the angle of how procrastination has kind of served me once i've systematically applied it i kind of want to just try and 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 share that here so when it comes to kind of waiting to a later time to start something i think that there is a a huge amount of weight we need to put into our mental planning versus our actual execution i think that if we were to look at things like tasks when we go into our mental planning um we can kind of break it down into a more timely manner um, maybe I'm thinking more of a chore in this case. Like, let's say, for instance, vacuuming. Um, you need to vacuum um, your whole house. And you kind of reflect quickly about how long it's taken you in the past. And you know it's going to take you about 30 minutes. So let's say that you've got a friend coming over in an hour. In that hour, you know if it's going to take you about 30 minutes. You can either go ahead and bang it out now, or you can push you a little bit to the end and your friend might come early. Like there's a couple of risks that we take. So the mental planning is kind of more of a, a, a mental forecast um, of, of, the, of what you think will happen. And there's, there's room for error here. Like you need to be pretty confident about this, especially if you have gotten better at waiting to the last minute to do things. Um, it, it takes a little bit of accidentally um, thinking you have more more time than you now have. <laughs> so that mental planning is a little bit strange, I think. Um, I want to think of another example besides like something that takes a few minutes. Ah, traveling is a good one. Let's say you got to get to the airport. And I think the airport is a fun example just because of the global world we live in. Um, there are different types of people who go to the airport, people who go there really early because they are concerned about TSA and people who are running a bit late because they usually don't run into problems. So they can just go ahead and risk it again. Both examples are really just kind of mundane when we think about it, but we all know someone who falls in those camps. I fall in the former camp, but if you are a person who can wait to the last minute when it gets when it comes to the airport, then you are also saying, hey, I'm thinking everything's going to be really smooth when I pull up. Like, that's a certain type of confidence that you have in the situation um, and certain parts of that journey that you have no control over. So maybe, again, that's not the best example, but I hope you guys are trying to follow along with what I'm saying. When we're pulling up to the procrastination station, You literally have to look at each thing case by case. Can it be pushed off to the last minute? Should it be pushed off to the last minute? If you did push it off to the last minute and you fucked it all up, can you recover from it? (laughs) 
you know, there are certain things you got to balance there. Another thing I'll add about procrastination, especially with waiting to the last kind of moments to finish something important or get somewhere. When that time is constrained, don't be surprised when things get sloppy. Don't be surprised if you make mistakes. Don't be surprised if things go wrong. Like it, it, it's sort of there in the, in the, the risk part of procrastinating. So don't be, don't be mad about it. it. It's on you at that point. If things kind of fall apart. Um, however, um, <laughs> Before I kind of push on to the end of this podcast, I want to just add a little bit of wisdom from my mom. Um, because she, <laughs> this is so random, so follow with me. Um, my mom kind of taught me and my sister um, the concept of half-assing. And I'm sure this is not new, I know, but it's like <clears throat> when you do something and it's not your full effort, um, at least if it's not your full effort, make it look like it is so that even when you're not half-assing it and maybe you're quarter-assing it, <laughs> people can't tell. <laughs> That's what my mom taught me in a kind of abstract way. And so when applied to, um, this procrastination bit, that sloppiness and the, those mistakes, don't be shocked if no one actually notices them as much as you do. <laughs> And so um, I want to end this podcast with the reflecting point of procrastination, especially, I think, into adulthood, into our day-to-day -day lives, into the balance of things, isn't all bad. However, it should be done in moderation, especially if you're not sure how it applies. Um, it's a slippery slope. Um, procrastination can slide very easily into laziness, into apathy, and then sometimes into just not wanting to do anything at all. Um, and that's a whole other issue altogether. But I'm saying that procrastination could be a doorway to that. So, of course, case by case basis. Please reflect on the ways that you kind of push things off the last minute in your life. Is it serving you? Is it working for you? Um, Notice if anyone around you pushes certain things off to the last minute and if you think it works for them. Just in your head. You don't have to take it to them and ask them about it. Just observe it in others as well um, in very small ways. It can literally be, <laughs> it can literally be watching someone um, about to check out at the gas station and they have to run out of the line to go grab something else. That's a form of procrastination too. But that's also just remembering that you forgot something. <laughs> Um, and with that reflecting point in mind, notice about what you're rushing through. When we procrastinate, we push things off to the last couple of moments. Um, there are moments that we rush through to get to that end goal. And we miss certain things that we would have saw if we, you know, had finished ahead of time and was taking our time. So just pay attention to how that sort of holding back and procrastinating is causing you to rush in other aspects of your life, because unfortunately it will bleed out, I think, in other places. 
they just sort of feed one another that way. So be mindful of it, at least for now. Um, but of course, if your methods are working for you, why does holding things off to the last minute really work for you? Do you just work really well under pressure? If that is the case for you, hey, clap it up. Um, I know some people who literally break down at the sign of stress and it's, they're not fun to be around. <laughs> but that's just an opinion, I suppose. But no, actually, I don't think that's an opinion. That might be fact. But um, yeah, with all that being said, Thank you so much for pulling up to the procrastination station. Just make sure in the end, you give yourself plenty of time to think things through. And I guess if that plenty of time is two days, if that plenty of time is six weeks, <laughs> it's what it is for you. Um, I honestly feel like this particular... Um, topic was inspired by a few of the young people I work around. Um, I live in a college town and so I, I hear about the things that they struggle with and I don't envy them. I, I did my time. But it just makes me a bit sad that they struggle so much. Um, and I hear it from them and I hear them talking around ways to fix it. And so I suppose that's where these reflections come from and why I'd like you to reflect on it as well. But in the end, um, if it applies, apply it. And if it doesn't, please leave it here. And with that, buzz buzz. This fly's dipping out of the milk. Take care, y'all.